0: Welcome to Logic Meets Love. I'm Logic.
1: And I'm Love.
0: Yeah. This is our first podcast. Woohoo! Uh, We're very excited to um, share our thoughts and feelings with you guys.
1: How about we start with, you know, who we are since this is our first podcast? Okay. So, like, what's your name? Where are you from? How old are you? It's
0: Logic. Um, No, what's your real name? Anthony Torino. Toroni. It's Toronto. (laughs) Anthony Toronto. Um, I am pretty nerdy uh, I like video games uh, I like music I actually went to school for music um, which surprises a lot of people because I work in IT um, work on computers uh, I dabble with technology uh, hashtag TerraTech blog go check it out uh, I'm just going to throw that plug Shameless in there Nameless
1: plug <laughs> Shameless. What about you?
0: Who are Uh, you?
1: My name is Savannah. Hollis is my last name, in case you're wondering. I work in veterinary medicine. I am technically a veterinary receptionist, but I work in a small practice, so we do a little bit of everything. That is absolutely not where I thought my life was going to end, but I adore it.
0: Your life has ended?
1: Shit. Yeah. This
0: is it? (laughs) This This
1: is is it. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. I'm living my best life this you, is it
0: your life just ended yeah um. no I meant it's
1: not <laughs> it's not what I went to school for I originally went to school for elementary education sort of segued into psychology planning on doing maybe counseling in a school setting I don't know I just wanted to work with kids or in a school setting and I took a complete left turn and working in animal medicine now
0: speaking of animals uh we do have little oliver who is a cute but obnoxious little papillon uh sitting right next to the mic so um you know if you hear a bang or a ding or a bork a bork he doesn't really bork he
1: he, boofs. he doesn't really yap either he just boofs
0: yeah he boofs
1: maybe we'll edit it out maybe we won't maybe He's, we'll leave it in there for some flavor boof.
0: any that was me um but it startled him Oh, gosh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's like, the fuck was that? <laughs> Go
1: back to sleep, little man. It's okay. We just podcasted.
0: Um. So uh, we kind of want to introduce uh, the beginning of these podcasts with, like, what uh, has been going on this week as far as, like, what are we reading? What kinds of games are we playing? Um,
1: what kind of shows are we watching? I don't know. We, we're, we're homebodies. We're, we're your stereotypical, like, nerdy couple we like to game together do puzzles together read together you know we're, we're that gross couple that everybody hates but we also both work pretty long hours um anthony works in it and he works over an hour away from home so his commute's long and then i work closer to home but i work 10 to 11 hour days so we come home and we crash but we have similar hobbies and different hobbies so yeah it's fun to talk about them at least we share most of our time together, but I'd say we still always have something to talk about, and that's why we decided to do this podcast.
0: Yeah, um, so I don't read much, um, which you'll probably find out as this <laughs> podcast goes. But I do open a book occasionally. Um, what I'm, what I've opened recently, uh, is. Uh, now i can't think of the title but it's basically something about science uh, it's quantum mechanics no, yeah. it's brian green's book um i think it's called the elegant universe i think that's it yeah yep the elegant universe by brian green um i actually recommend that book to anyone that's interested in quantum mechanics because it sounds terrifying um like as a subject if you don't know what quantum mechanics is in 2019 then you're probably living under a rock but if you don't, this is a great book to uh, pick up and um, learn some cool stuff. Uh, it, it explains it in pretty layman's terms, which I, I like. Um,
1: or don't, because you're completely uninterested in science like me.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> or don't.
1: <laughs> Hence the whole logic meet love part of this podcast. I, I said we had similar hobbies and interests, but we also have very different hobbies and interests.
0: Yeah. it's pretty funny because I talk about or I'll have an idea or I'll share an idea with you and you'll sort of just nod and pretend like you're interested and you know what I actually know that I know that you're not interested but
1: but I still support you
0: I appreciate that I can get it out of my body yeah
1: and I I support your aspirations and your excitement and your passions I wholeheartedly support all of that just because I'm not interested in it doesn't mean I'm not interested in you and I want to hear what you are interested in and vice versa you don't give a crap about my YA lesbian romances
0: nope sure don't
1: but you still listen about them I really
0: don't <laughs> um
1: so speaking of well books back to books books are what sparked today's topic. I actually just finished this really awesome book. I love I love a good YA for those non-book people. YA stands for young adult. I was so just was- going to say that. Yeah. I was like,
0: you know what? I actually didn't know what YA meant until you when you used to work at a bookstore I and did. you always said YA and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Never knew what it meant." And then I saw a young adult and was like,
1: There it is. Most people don't even know that YA is a genre because it kind of didn't used to be. Um, Authors like Sarah Dessen, shout out Sarah Dessen, you're my favorite, or John Green, they really sort of broke into that industry and started writing from a perspective of a 16-year-old, and the thing about YA is that you don't have to be 16 to truly experience that kind of writing. We've all been 16. We all know what it's like to be 16. And just the raw emotion, the hormones, I think that is something that we can all tap into and why it's a very underrated genre. But anyway, I just finished a YA novel called Eliza and Her Monsters. And it really resonated with me because it was about, without you know spoiling the book, spoilies, um, it was about a girl who her online persona was wildly different than the persona that she gave to the rest of the world, and I think a lot of us, at least millennials in this day and age, can relate to that. So without further ado, that's our topic for today. Mm. So where do we want to start? I mean, online, That's that's a broad spectrum. I mean, when I say online, I mean gaming, I mean social media forums anything like that so where do you want to start
0: well I don't think it's fair to say that people act the way they do the same as social media as it is in a game I feel like it's actually slightly different what's what so I mean there are different
1: topics within this umbrella topic
0: let's let's talk about those two points in particular yeah um starting with social media because uh I think I think in 2019 I think Facebook has been. Become sort of be- or becoming obsolete in a way. In a I, lot of senses, it is.
1: Facebook has been taken over by the boomers <laughs> and the Gen Xers.
0: Don't see, you gotta be careful when you say that. I, I heard that somebody got, like, it's considered like harassment if you say, okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. I'm not a boomer, so that doesn't count.
1: <laughs> I, that's a whole other topic for a different day. I have some really choice opinions about that. Um, but we're not going to get into that today. Yeah,
0: sensitive butterflies, fucking boomers. Anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, so, like, social media, I know, actually, you and I both recently took a really long break from Facebook altogether.
1: We did, um. Why? Well, I think, (laughs) your break was only, like, a month, right?
0: It was very short-lived. Yeah, mine but- was
1: six months. I took a six-month break from Facebook for a couple of reasons. The first one was that I think the algorithm is just really fucky right now. Whatever whatever algorithm they're using to target ads and content is malicious. Um, I was just getting constant political opinion pieces, advertisements in my news feed to the point where I was barely seeing what I actually wanted to see from my friends yep. and, and just seeing pure propaganda, which was upsetting me. And then the other aspect of it was that you, know, you use Facebook, I think, for the most part to keep in touch with people that you no longer see on a day-to-day basis because we're out of high school. Mm. We're not seeing these people every day mm. or our family lives in other places. And I think it's really great for that. I think it's great to keep in touch with people that we don't get to see. We're lucky that we have that in this generation. But I think Facebook changes people to some extent. I think people live a life on Facebook that they don't necessarily live in real life. Um, grass is always greener on your friend's Facebook wall. You know? Do they even call oh. it a wall anymore? Is <laughs> that a MySpace thing? I think
0: Trump fucking killed that oh, anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but, no, I agree with you. Uh, I left Facebook because of the whole targeted advertising thing. Um it just it's really frustrating when you're trying to use Facebook to catch up with friends and family, and everything you touch blogs, posts, or just scrolling through your newsfeed, you end up seeing what you just talked about with somebody five minutes ago, like deodorant or ch- a bag of shit. I know it sounds crazy, but I swear it's true. True, man. Like you talk about Pringles. And how much you want a bag of Pringle or a, bar, whatever the cylinder of Pringles is, <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just get plastered with Pringles ads. It's very, really, it's very frustrating. Um, Not
1: sponsored by Pringles, by the way.
0: No, but uh, if Pringles is listening in the off chance, um, hit us up, yo. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
1: um, but more, more along the lines of the topic, like yes, advertising on Facebook is a huge problem. But again, that is a whole other fish to fry. But one of the main reasons that I think we both left left Facebook, and correct me if I'm wrong, is just the, the people, friends that you knew in high school or family members, the things they post on Facebook, they wouldn't necessarily say in real life. Oh, hell um, no. I know you recently unfriended someone for a very racial comment that they made, and you're like, this person in real life is one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet Mm. i didn't see that kind of comment we won't say the comment because it doesn't need to be said but it's
0: extremely racist it's there's a difference between dropping hints and just flat out being racist and this guy was being flat out racist
1: and i think people because even even though facebook isn't anonymous there's still there's still this air of of being anonymous and having that wall of cyberspace to protect you, or or whatever, so you can say things that you wouldn't normally say. Um, I have people that just, their statuses, they just weren't things that I see that person as in real life, and I can't believe they say them online. Or you have people that need to update their status whenever they take a shit, or their kid takes a shit why mm. <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to know
0: yeah uh pretty much any one of my friends that have kids it's their facebook has transformed to and the no kids and like facebook. i will
1: probably be that person I, I we don't have kids yet we want kids soon but and we will probably be those people like i'm that way with my dog i'm i post my dog I... pretty frequently oh, me, yes stop. i talked about you um <laughs> I mean we'll probably be those people and I do love seeing my friend's kids. It's part of the reason that I'm on Facebook is because my friends don't live near me and I love their children and I want to see their children grow up when I can't see them but there's definitely a line between posting cute pictures of your kid and posting a picture of your kid every time they do anything every five seconds or anything for that matter i mean i know people that just are constantly posting status updates of their life and i don't know if they're trying to compensate for their life actually not being as good as they want people to think it is i don't know what it is about facebook but people just want to to give off this air about themselves or their life to other people
0: I mean, that's let's talk about that for a second because that is like the human condition, right? It's like John Bellion has a song um that's in the lyrics are as followed. Uh life became dangerous the day we all became famous. And that resonates so much with me because unintentionally, I think we all do it to some degree, right? Like oh, definitely. we we, do, we don't post shitty pictures of ourselves on instagram if my hair
1: or my boobs are looking particularly good on a day on an occasion i'm definitely gonna post that shit and say i am i am feeling myself today because i want all them haters to be like you know what i shouldn't have done her wrong because she feeling herself today
0: right and (laughs) and like that's just that is your way of i mean at least politely saying hey i'm doing all right i i look good i'm feeling good and like why would you post anything less like anything negative you but know there's I mean? also
1: people that do there's also people that use facebook as their therapist and they just rant
0: those are attention whores they
1: are but they're that's a whole other reason why facebook just became a problem in my life it was because i had all of these people that yes i feel for them i i am the love of this podcast i'm very empathetic i have a lot of compassion for people but there's, mm, well, when people, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but there are some people that just, they, even if I feel for their situation and their story, posting about it constantly on social media is not going to solve your problems. You know, see a therapist, see a doctor, have coffee with a friend. either are either options in your life that are actually going to help you and ranting on Facebook is not one of them. We're getting in arguments on Facebook. That was, we'll just keep rolling with the reasons I left Facebook. My mm. my family members were getting in arguments with each other over politics and a particular election year that we don't need to speak of, and it it was m- breaking my family. Like my family members were not speaking in real life because of arguments that they were having over a post in the comment section on Facebook. Like what. What is this world we live in?
0: Mm, yeah, uh, politics is off limits. <laughs> it should, yes. And actually, uh, we won't we won't dive into politics. No. Th- uh, again,
1: that's another. You know, at some point, maybe we'll do an episode about about politics. Not deep diving into politics, but just a general one. Um, but uh, going back to sort of our topic, um, online versus real persona. Right. I think a lot of the things that people post on social media they would not say or do in real life or it doesn't reflect their real life are they actually that happy in real life probably not are they actually that depressed in real life maybe not i just think it's interesting the life that we portray on social media versus the life that we live and is it is it harmful is are we not are we not living our best life so that we can pretend to live our best life on social media
0: yeah i mean it's it's therapeutically it's important to discuss your your whole life like your whole interests and your whole being like when people post like I mentioned earlier when people post on social media like it's, it's almost always good and it's almost always not not like a stretch of the truth but with, I mean with this day and age and filters it basically is um, but like I think it's important to let the, the your demons out and that's that's literally what therapy is for, um, and I think it's really important to get those out. I think that using social media as a platform is not the answer at all, because you're not gonna get, you're gonna it's like one percent of the population on the internet is very non-sympathetic. Or I said that backwards. Sympathy only exists within one percent of online population. It's hard to find because like people. Are just more they, you can't see the emotion when someone says something or slips up or or opens up online it's very difficult for people to pick up on social cues are they actually struggling are they actually having a hard time and because you don't see that face-to-face online you just jump to like oh you're an idiot or oh you're stupid for thinking that and then their feelings get hurt and it just goes all downhill from there um, and especially in like comment sections of posts I see it more often than not or even like I, I personally got into a Facebook argument with somebody you
1: did recently that like th- was like a week two ago day- like yeah, it was yeah like
0: a few days ago and I whatever. told
1: you I was like don't do it it's not it's not it's never worth it I've, right. I've gotten into my fair share of comment wars and both parties someone everyone hurts afterwards it's just it's not worth it
0: yeah. I just, I hate that you can't put your opinion online and have it just be justified. There's always going to be one person or a group of people that completely disagree with you, which is frustrating. Actually, I'm starting to see it a little bit more on my my blog page, um, which is the whole point of that is I, I started a webpage for blogging about technology and nerd stuff. Um, and it's very non-opinionated for the most part, but I'm fi- I'm finding that a lot of the topics that we end up doing are starting to become like, oh, that's dumb, or like, I don't agree with that. But to be fair, I'm also posting them on Facebook, so that doesn't help.
1: Yeah, anything you post online is, is going to be open for for people to interject their unwanted opinions um anyway so let's segue i think we've we've covered social media for the most part because social media is social media um i like it i think it's great i love connecting with people over social media but i do think it's also can be very toxic Um, the only reason i got facebook back is because i run the facebook page for the veterinary clinic i work at so I needed my Facebook to run that Facebook page. I've gotten sucked back into it, and I'm not proud of myself.
0: Mm. (laughs) And everyone on TikTok is a whore. Can I just say that?
1: (laughs) You're just mad. (laughs) You're semi-famous on TikTok, though. You shouldn't be mad. I'm
0: not, I would, okay, yeah, I wouldn't say (laughs) semi-famous, but let me just say there are plenty of accounts that I've scoped out that you would think, based off of, how funny it is or like how they react or how people react to it that they would be TikTok famous in a sense but no they only have like a few thousand followers and then there's me who posted like five really actually it all started with the first post which was like it literally was just a trick to do in your web browser it wasn't supposed to be like hacking I wasn't claiming to be a hacker or like a computer genius by any means, but it got two million hits, and it just blew up from there. And I actually I didn't, I haven't told you this, but on Instagram because they TikTok links to your Instagram. Like if you go on TikTok and like click on their page, like it just sends you to Instagram. Yeah, so I don't have like,
1: I don't have TikTok, but I've like, seen TikToks on my Instagram.
0: Yeah, they're they're like linked together. Um, so I actually got so many DMs really Uh, like requests of people being like hey can you help me hack my sister's computer or like hey you're a computer genius can you help me like
1: hack into like
0: my bank account like all this weird shit i had to i had to put like that rule on that like anyone that's not your friend messaging you goes into like a sub queue yeah because it was starting to get real annoying i'm
1: assuming that's what like famous and verified people people do
0: yeah probably um
1: anyway, let's let's segue. Um let's talk about gaming because that's that's our wheelhouse. Yeah. You and I are gamers or we consider ourselves gamers. We've both played video games our whole lives and still do. Um and I would say for me, my strongest difference in personality definitely happens between real life and online. I can start the topic you want to start the topic? You want me to start the topic?
0: Can I Can you? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Can I? Can
1: you? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm a shy person. I don't know if you can tell that over a podcast. Probably not because we're just shooting the shit here.
0: No, but if you could see the podcast, I've shoved the microphone (laughs) in her face and I'm two feet away from it because she's so quiet. (laughs) But anyway. But anyway. I digress.
1: So I'm a really shy person. I'm short. I'm five feet tall. I'm really soft-spoken people scare me. I work with animals. (laughs) And I have a hard time making friends and being outgoing and putting myself in situations to meet people or make new friends or be outgoing. I have social anxiety. I have regular anxiety. But anyway, making friends, meeting people, it's a hard thing for me, which I'm sure it is for a lot of people. I know it is for a lot of people. But online, when you're anonymous, it just gives you this freedom to truly be a version of yourself that you can't be in real life, whether it's because mm. people already know who you are and know you're not that person, or because it's not really you. You have an, an avatar, or a username, or a character that you're hiding behind. Not hiding, but you know what I mean. So I did that my whole life. But I would say my my biggest biggest period of time where I really had a very diverse online versus real life was when I played Minecraft. That was in my my late teen years. We're both in our twenties, by the way. I don't think we mentioned that. We're no. both in our we're both in our mid to late twenties. Um but in my teen years I played a lot of Minecraft. That's kind of when it was first coming out and it was really popular. And I was my the ideal version of myself on Minecraft. I played on public servers, so I didn't just you know play by myself or on an LAN or anything. I played on public servers, pretty popular ones. There would be like anywhere between fifty to hundred people online at a time. I'm not going to mention the server that I played on because it was a pretty well known server, so a lot of people, if you're Minecrafters, you'd probably recognized it. But I I was a player on that server for in total. I was probably on the server for about maybe two years. I was a player. I was a helper. I was a moderator. And then I was an administrator of the server. So I really was involved. And people really looked up to me. I was just this leader figure. I was this outgoing person. Everybody on that server knew who I was. I was the community leader. That was my job. I managed the forums. I managed basically relations between server management and the players I was that social butterfly of a person that I always wish I could be in real life
0: it's like you worked your way up the corporate ladder of Minecraft <laughs> I
1: did work my way up the corporate ladder of Minecraft and let me tell you it was it was a climb um but I just I found it I you know I didn't see it in the in the moment but just reflecting back I see how much of a different person I was online. I mean in my real life, I, at that point in my life, I was probably working three jobs and going to school and I didn't have many friends in real life at all. So really going, going home after work or after school and going on Minecraft and seeing all of my online friends, I would Skype with them that was that was where it was at for me that was where my my real life was in my opinion because that's where everyone knew me and loved me and respected me and I didn't have that in real life at that time and I, I I needed that
0: yeah I mean that's literally therapy on it's like the other side of social media like social media is so negative and you almost never see this spike of positivity
1: But also, is it healthy? Was I neglecting my real life because I was so obsessed with my online life? And the book I read, Eliza and her Monsters, does go over that.
0: What do they conclude? I'm curious.
1: Well, okay, spoiler alert. If you're going, this is a fantastic book. I highly recommend you read it. So just fast forward this this segment if you're going to. You
0: got 15 seconds. 15
1: seconds. Okay. So in the end... Um, basically, her, her she writes an online comic, and her online comic gets exposed. And she realizes how much her online comic took away from her real life, and that she never had relationships with anybody. And so in the end, she gives it up, and she moves on with her life, and she gets closer with her family and her friends, and she realizes what there actually was for her that she just wasn't seeing before.
0: Okay, so that... I agree with that like in that case I'm not gonna repeat it because mm-hmm. spoilers yeah but um in that case I agree but I don't agree that that playing video games and being active with your online friends is at in any way antisocial. social yeah. it's not you're being social yeah it's not uh I don't think I don't see it as a negative thing like I don't see it as like oh you're wasting your life yeah I've never thought that um, but in that in that in that particular sense I see where that makes sense
1: and I think I I don't think I gave because I was rushing to like get the spoily out there I don't think I gave the, the best description because she does like the book goes over and over again one of the biggest turmoils in the book is that Eliza and her family do not see eye to eye because her family doesn't take her online life seriously and says that all of her friends that her online friends are not real and they are real and and she does keep those friends she, you know those are forever friends mm. and everything online is real and i think i think the true message of the book which is i think is sort of the message that I, i'd like to portray in this podcast episode as well is that that person that you are online is part of you somewhere Or else you wouldn't be able to be that person online. Yeah. So that, that confident leader personality, that is somewhere inside me. It just doesn't come out as often as it does online. And and in the book, Eliza, that creative, funny, independent woman that she is online, she does discover that she also is that person in real life. And she was just sort of neglecting to explore it, because why bother when she had this amazing life online.
0: So in Minecraft, you would describe yourself as like this powerful leader of sorts. Sure. So <laughs> what's the real you then? Are you a powerful leader? Like I
1: think I'm a strong, independent ass woman. No, I think mm. I'm a, I think I'm a strong woman. You're very white. <laughs> I sure am. I think I'm a strong woman on the inside. I really do. I've been through a lot. But I don't think that, you know, when you do, like, group projects in school or even, like, team meetings at work or whatever, yeah. I don't take the lead in those situations, and I never will. But
0: you would in Minecraft. But
1: I would in Minecraft. If we had a staff meeting... Why, though? I don't know.
0: Is it because Minecraft gives you the confidence to do it? Or not maybe the confidence, but, like, the platform to be confident on.
1: I I guess, yeah. I guess maybe it's the platform and the community that I've built myself into and around, where, like, in life, you're just kind of thrown into things (laughs) and you have to navigate that, whereas online it is what you make it to be. Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, because then... Because then you kind of, like, you kind of anticipate the reaction to your things, too. Like, oh, if I suggest this, it will be Mm well-received. But in real life, you don't always have that. Mm -hmm. It could be very, you could be very timid in the sense that if I say this thing, like, that is how I'm feeling, but mm, will, will people hate me for it? Or, like, will people disagree with me? And then you just don't chance it. You don't say anything.
1: And also, I think part of my anxiety, I verbal confrontation is probably the scariest thing that I can think of even more than spiders and the dark
0: that's another thing is both in social media and gaming you have the option to quit like you can just walk away you
1: can just walk away and in
0: real life you really can't
1: you really and if someone disagrees with you I mean wants to argue with you and they come at you in person it's it's you have this sense of feeling trapped even if you're not right when someone wants to yell at you you just they're gonna yell at you Mm. and you can't I mean you can walk away but it's still it's still already happened
0: it it, and also like it's not always that easy right like yeah I mean I guess you could get into a verbal confrontation with somebody and then just kind of walk away but
1: The damage is done. Like and a lot of people can't walk away. I mean I for one, if someone is gonna start a confrontation with me, I freeze. My anxiety takes over. That whole fight or flight thing, non existent with me. (laughs) I just freeze and panic. And I I I do feel trapped in the situation because I don't feel like I can leave even though, you know, can it just doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Whereas online, yeah, if if I get in a fight with someone on Minecraft, I can close out of Minecraft and be done with it. Right, exactly. They're not going to come harass me. I mean, maybe they will, but most likely they won't.
0: Yeah. It's too much work at that point. Exactly. Um so for me, uh video gaming has always been an escape. Like it's felt like an escape. Like I'd have a rough day at school, and I just wanted to go home and grind, and it's kind of weird. I'm almost more antisocial online. I think, or at least I was. I used to be. Um, actually, no. no I think I am. Like, you, even still, no, you
1: are. I'm very I, like
0: solitary.
1: You are. You you keep to yourself. Yeah, you are. You're the op- in, in real life, I rely on you to be the one to talk to people when we're out together because I know you will. And you're much better at small talk than I am, or greeting strangers. And online, you don't say anything to anyone. <laughs> I less... don't.
0: I just don't care. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have no sympathy online. Like you, you know don't. that.
1: Yeah. No, you don't. Because you're
0: savage. I'm savage, and I'm. I also take the time to just enjoy it. Like enjoy the surroundings. Enjoy the art that somebody put into a game. Um. I used to play this game called Fliff, and. That was, like, my life source at that time in my life because that game is so, so grindy. Like, you don't do anything except fight monsters and get experience. There's nothing in between. Like, if they try to do guilds and they try to do, like, raids, they failed miserably at it. It wasn't, um, it, it wasn't a game like World of Warcraft where you would be in a guild in a community i did play world of warcraft for a while but even then you know what i did i was in a guild and i told them like at the time mechanohogs or mechanic hogs. i can't remember the name now i think it's mechanohog they're they were like one of the most expensive mounts to buy and with engineering you could uh collect materials and build it and so i was like you know what i'm gonna make the guild money so I went and grinded materials and made, I think I turned out about, and anyone that plays World of Warcraft is going to jaw drop at this, I turned out about 20 to 30 hogs in a month, which is like fucking insane because it's just hours and hours of pure grinding. And I did that by myself listening to music and didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> so I was just enjoying like the relaxation and the escape from the real world. Um, which I actually, have never said that out loud and that's weird because I thought w- going into this podcast, I thought that I was going to talk about like my rage or like my, uh, how video games, I'm so different, like. Which
1: side note, y- you are quite the rager when it comes to video games, which you're, you're not really in real life. Like you get frustrated with things, yeah. but not nearly like throwing a chair across the room when you lose a game of League of Legends. Like. You're, that's yeah. not really you unless unless you're in a game
0: true however, I think that's directly related to um, my competitiveness yeah that's it's not really that I hate anybody it's that I hate that they aren't as into it as I am yep like that's what which is where me. you and
1: I differ a lot too. I know that we get frustrated with each other sometimes because I am extremely not competitive. And you wish I cared more. <laughs> and you're extremely competitive, and I have to remind you that it's just a game.
0: Yeah. Uh, disclaimer, if you want to break up with a girl or uh, get a divorce, just play the entirety and one night of, uh, help me out here, what's the game called? The Baker game? Switch. Overcooked. Overcooked. Yeah. Two.
1: That, that is... um. Oh, man, we got in some <laughs> fights over that game.
0: We could all, we had to... Did, we never beat it, did we?
1: No, because it, it was just toxic for our relationship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. That um, was, it was bad.
1: So, anyway, back to what you were saying about um, being a solitary person in video games as opposed yeah. to being more social in real life.
0: Wait, you know what's actually funny about that is um, you would think I would play games that are... Design that way, but I don't.
1: No, you play with like you play Runescape and World of Warcraft and Minecraft and all these social games where you're with tons of other people. And but then you I just don't care, don't care don't about talk to any else. of them.
0: <laughs> like there was, oh man, there was this beautiful game that um someone listening will definitely know what I'm talking about. But it's basically you're this skinny guy in like a geometric world.
1: So yourself, basically.
0: Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And you just, like, you sort of, like, run around, and you sort of, like, float in the air. You're like, doo, doo-doo, doo And uh, that was awkward. Did you just go through puberty there for a second? <laughs> 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 doo-doo. Um, anyway, it's, it's like, an adventure game, and it's, the art is just stunningly beautiful. But I've had no interest. Like, I've always been like, wow, that game's so pretty. But I have, like, no desire to play it which is funny but yeah no I play I only play like online multiplayer maybe like part of my subconscious wants to be a part of a group but that maybe that guy that like isolates himself like in sword art like how Kirito was like what
1: yeah I'm rolling my eyes at you because I know that you just love to compare yourself to him
0: I do yeah. anyway I'm a badass uh, okay. anyway he's just he, anyone that knows that game or that uh, show will know that he's like he's just very himself like no one else really matters but anyway um, anyway
1: we digress yeah this whole podcast has actually taken a, a bit of a different turn than I thought it would really? um yeah because I really thought I was gonna go in the in to this with with one set of views about an online persona and it, it kind of i'd say we've hit a lot of gray area and i don't really want listeners to think that we are aiming one way or the other about online personas being good or bad because i think they're both just no, like i think we've real covered life i think we've covered
0: both pretty equally
1: yeah um i mean i've made online friends that will be my friends for the rest of my life truly. I have met people from other countries, other states in this country, and I truly love and value them, and I'm so glad I met them, and I would have never met them if it weren't for social media or for video games. And on the flip side, I've also invested a lot more time into myself and into the life that I live outside of the online world, and I've found a lot of things that I wouldn't have found if... I just stayed in my online world. So I think I think ultimately the message of the book, the message I feel is that you need a balance in, yeah, it, in both it, worlds.
0: I think it classifies as entertainment when it boils down to it. Um maybe oh not not purely entertainment, but pretty close. Yeah. And that I think you're right. You need you need a good mixture of both. I don't think I don't think it's safe to say, at least yet, that gaming is so good that you can live an entire social life on it. Although I know people who try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's important to have both, I think.
1: And then briefly I just wanted to touch on something that I totally forgot about until this moment. I think there's also this wonderful thing online. Online gives you the ability to find your tribe. To find a group of pe- of like-minded people that... Are you
0: plugging online right now?
1: I am. It sounds like it. I am. But well, you online know what? is a great... <laughs> is a great matchmaker. No, not really. Um, <laughs> you would know. Yeah, I would know. Uh, online, there are... You'll find people online that you won't be able to find in real life. Maybe you grew up in a small town. Maybe you grew up with small-minded people and you're a little different or you have different interests and you can't find people in your immediate circle mm-hmm. that have these interests. But there are people online. I mean, like fan forums and things like that, just finding people that relate to something so strongly and you form this community based on it. An example, the only example I can think of off the top of my head is um, uh, The Fault in Our Stars by John Green, wonderful book. But that book is based off of someone that John Green knew personally, a girl, and she was a a big part of his fan forums. And these fans that came together on these forums became lifelong friends from all over the world that just shared this common interest. And I think that is a beautiful thing. Mm. I think people finding each other when they would not have in real life is a beautiful thing absolutely so I think ending on that note for this topic is a good note to end on yeah let's let's get a little
0: lighter let's play a game
1: yeah let's play a game all right so we want to end every podcast with a game because it's fun and not all of our topics are going to be light I think some of them are going to be heavy I think some of them will be more fun maybe tonight's was right down the middle but I think ending with a game will always just make it so we end on a more fun note so for this game we decided to do would you rather online edition mm. we each just wrote a couple of would you rathers to ask each other we have not seen these so i haven't seen his and he hasn't seen mine um we'll buckle just, up yeah mine are just judging on his maniacal laughter when he was writing them i feel like <laughs> his are going to be completely savage and then i'm a delicate little flower so mine are probably going to be a bit nicer
0: Mm, mine are just mine are like the epitome of middle school would you rather's that are like gross and like make you you. cringe and
1: so why don't i start with one since mine are more tame most likely
0: well no you give me one i'll give you one yeah that's what i mean okay yeah yeah.
1: so my first one would you rather only have instagram that is your only form of social media platform or only have facebook as your only form of social media platform, nothing else.
0: Yeah, I think this is an easy one.
1: I do too, but there are, I mean, they both have their limitations.
0: So for me, the only tough decision is that like, I use, I literally only use Facebook for Messenger. Same. And I feel like that's so a that's, lot of people. That's
1: why I thought this might be difficult for you, because I know that your best friend lives out of this country but and that technic- you communicate with him te- via Facebook. Technically,
0: Messenger is a separate app. Does that count It as counts, okay. because
1: it's Facebook Messenger. All
0: right, all right.
1: Facebook <sighs> or Instagram, only one, nothing else for the rest of your life.
0: That's pretty tough. Yeah. I think I think if I absolutely had to choose... I would actually choose Messenger, which surprises me. You mean Facebook? Uh, Facebook, yeah.
1: That surprises me too.
0: Because I was gonna say I was gonna be like, yeah, no problem, Instagram, but to cut face like a lot of my friends don't use Instagram.
1: I most of my friends or they don't have use it Instagram. and don't really
0: use it. Yeah. It's still like a and I use it to like update people with like a photo version of where I'm at in life. Like, oh, I'm working on music, or I'm working on... Or, like, uh, I thought today was really beautiful in Maine. Uh, We live in Maine, by the way, if you're listening outside of uh, Maine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That was
1: really smooth.
0: But I would choose Messenger just to stay in touch with friends, and I use it every day. And sometimes I don't use Instagram every day. Fair enough. I, like, check it, but I don't use it. Fair enough. All right, for you. (laughs) I'm honestly scared right now. This is uh, about... In particular, Minecraft. Okay. Would you rather dig a fifty by fifty area in the ground to the bedrock using only a wooden pick pickaxe, (laughs) like grass included? Yeah. Okay. Uh, or would you rather just go around and kill one of every animal in Minecraft?
1: Hands down, fifty by fifty. Down to bedrock. You realize how long that would take. I do, but you realize how delicate of a flower, earthy, crunchy, vegetarian, hippie, boho chick that I am. Boho chick. (laughs) I will not kill an animal in any game. I will not. See, like,
0: even though. A part of me dies on the inside when an animal dies in Minecraft I would still do that because it would take me like 10 minutes to complete I will not and that 50 by 50 would take literally days
1: I don't care if it's not a real animal and it's just a bunch of pixels it's it's the it's the principle of it. it's the message
0: all right fair enough
1: <laughs> all right number two this one I thought would be kind of a fun one I didn't want all of them to be like oh it's so hard would you rather be stuck in Skyrim for an entire year or would you rather be stuck in Zelda Breath of the Wild specifically for an entire year? I know those are the two games of the past. Like, You're being so
0: nice. I am. Because both of them are an absolute treat to get well, stuck into. Exactly,
1: that's why I, I it's hard because they're both good options instead of both being bad options. Um, and those are the games that you that have really stood out to you in the last like two or three years.
0: Okay, I will say with confidence Skyrim for, like, one particular reason. I thought
1: you were going to say Zelda.
0: Well, okay. In Zelda, very fun. Art's great. Love everything about it, except the weapons fucking break. And that just drives me nuts. I, don't, I cannot tell you how many times, playing that game, that I was like, well, I'm going to have to stop in the middle of a fight and go find a new weapon, because I just went through all of my weapons. And... It's very. I've I've died more times in that game than Skyrim. Fair and enough. And so, if I was stuck in it for a year, I would be my life would be at serious jeopardy with Breath of the Wild.
1: Also, dragons.
0: Yeah, I could. I mean, magic.
1: And Hashtag.
0: Thunes, right? Dragons. I'd be all right. Yeah. I'd I would stay in. Uh, probably like Falkreath, somewhere warm. Not like Winterhold. That would be... That would just be a nightmare. Anyway. Yeah, Skyrim. Skyrim. Yep. Cool. All right. What's funny is, I swear to God, we have not seen our answers yet. Did but you ask something this,
1: similar? I'm going to
0: read verbatim what I wrote down. Would you rather be stuck inside of Skyrim for one year... Oh, shit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, geez. Or one year in Mario Kart.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> now... I kind of wanted to touch base with the listeners, because they I can guarantee you everyone's like ah, oh, like Skyrim hands down over Mario Kart that would be a nightmare you'd just be going in circles forever. Uh, Savannah doesn't really like Skyrim. Uh, no,
1: I I respect it.
0: Right, but you don't really like you don't like killing animals. I don't, you don't like, like killing, killing animals. dragons.
1: No, I Skyrim is a little too cutthroat for me. I appreciate the humor in Skyrim. I appreciate the storylines. I, I really, it's a beautiful game and I respect the hell out of it. But I the only reason I don't play it is because I don't feel I have enough freedom to make my own decisions that don't involve violence.
0: <laughs> so, th- well, what it boils down to then is, do you want free choice or do you want basically to be racing for an entire year?
1: Yeah, I I think even with, I Mario Kart is the bane of my existence. I don't even know if we've talked about this, but no. I, that game, oh my god, I'm so bad at it. I'm so bad at it. What I'm
0: trying to do with this question, if you haven't noticed, is get you to say I would want to be in Skyrim for a year.
1: <laughs> I would, I, and you win. I would want to be in Skyrim for a year, but you know what, if I'm in the game, I have my own free will, and I can choose not to kill.
0: Well, I was gonna say, you can just hunker down and Ex- make I can hunker
1: down, you know that, you know your bitch there that you have in your house? And all she does is cook and wear. <laughs> all she does is cook and wear a helmet. I can do that for a year. Oh, that's a freaking vampire chick. I'll just be your house bitch vampire with a helmet on, and uh, it'll be fine. You
0: can tell your companions to like wait here, and I just did that, and I've never told her anything else. This
1: poor woman. So she just cooks in my kitchen, and then you put a helmet on her.
0: Like a dwarven one, so she's like got this like nice body, and with this like massive <laughs> helmet
1: on. It's to hide her creepy vampire face. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh,
1: All right. So last one. (laughs) This is just relevant to to our lives in the last week. Would you rather go a year without video games at all? No video games for an entire year. or, Or kill myself? Kill myself. Or would you rather go a year playing only Fortnite every single day? You can only play Fortnite and you have to play it every single day.
0: Oh man, well I would get sick of it for sure. But I don't think I my brain cannot handle the stimulation of nothing or the, you know. You I'm can concerned.
1: do other things.
0: I I guess. I mean, I guess if I could play Fortnite for like 5 minutes a day, I would do that. I don't know. I guess Fortnite. Fortnite? Yeah. Cuz it's fun and I would I would definitely I can see myself if that started today. I could see myself enjoying that for the next 4 months before it starts to get real old. Yeah. Like if I just I, did it every I just day. know
1: if you're on a losing streak, it ruins your whole life for like a night.
0: I would make myself better at the game.
1: You would have to like take breaks. Like you you would have to really set yourself like a timer for like one game a night because if you get on a losing streak, it just ruins your day the next day.
0: That's true. I yeah. Uh, get, if I went on a long losing streak, you would have to stay away from me for I, a while. Yeah,
1: you get very passionately involved with any game you play.
0: <clears throat> All right. Last one, and then uh, then we'll wrap it up. Would you rather play 100 hours of Sims in one week? I did the math on this, by the way. <laughs> total hours in a week. Is, is that what
1: you were doing with your phone?
0: <laughs> yes, 168 hours total in a week. Okay. So that would leave you only 68 hours left to sleep, eat, and I calculated that per day, if you want. Okay. That's only 9.7 hours a day. Okay. But that's including sleep. I so, didn't... like, think about it. If you yeah, slept, no, I got it. If you slept nine hours, you'd have to shower and eat and pee and poop or whatever other Girls bodily don't functions.
1: Poop.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> in, like, 40 minutes, if you slept nine hours a day. Okay, anyway. Or, did I give you the or yet? No. Okay, or play just one hour of the scariest VR game available. I don't know what that is, but it would just be VR ugh, for an hour really in this, like, terrifying video, like, jump scare video that's game. That's
1: really brutal. How long would I... Oh, in a week. Yeah. Um, so,
0: 100 hours of Sims in I just would, one
1: week. I would do the 100 hours of Sims in a week, honestly. That's a lot I, of Sims. I, it is a lot of Sims, but you know what? I am the biggest pansy, and part of being an emp- an emp- ugh, an empath is that like when things happen to me or around me, I take on those emotions and I hold them for years. I still remember horror movies I saw as a child and I still get nightmares to this day as a full grown adult. So that one experience playing a VR horror game Mm -hmm. will stay with me for years. Whereas playing Sims for a week I mean, I've played Sims for, like, a solid 24 hours in one sitting. I feel confident that I can play for 100 hours in a week. Will I be a good person afterwards? Maybe not, but I could do it.
0: Man, I would definitely, I would have chosen the one hour but just you're to not, get it over with. But
1: you're not, like, as affected by things as I am.
0: That's true. All right. All right. So Should we say goodbye? Yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you hung on for this long, um... We appreciate you. Kudos. And um this isn't sponsored. We're just doing this for fun. Uh, but Pringles if you was it Pringles that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was really? Pringles. Yeah, Pringles if you're listening. Uh hashtag uh, uh sponsor us. Um
1: Maybe that's the real hashtag.
0: Yeah, probably. Um
1: anyway, yeah. Like our like our podcast, we're planning on posting probably once a week. If we actually get listeners, maybe we'll stick to that schedule.
0: And if Pringles sponsor us, we'll just do it whenever you want.
1: We'll just quit our jobs and be your slave.
0: So, okay, wow. That escalated quickly. Always does. All right, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, shit. All
1: right, let's end before this gets worse. Bye. Bye.